Thank you guys for joining me. You already know it is your homegirl, Rayette. Welcome. I hope you guys are doing well. Today, I want to talk about being a side part under. And I want to know if you are a side part under, have you ever been a side part under? And are you residing in a side part under state? I think at some point in time, we all have resided there and still remain there. But we're going to talk about it. But before I get off into that, I want to ask you, how was your Thanksgiving? Um, hopefully, everybody had a great um, Thanksgiving under the circumstances. I'll tell you a little bit about my Thanksgiving um, weekend. Um, I didn't do a whole lot. We were supposed to go to my cousin's, but it got canceled due to the whole COVID situation. So um, that said, you know, that kind of was a little bummer because, you know, I was excited about doing that because anytime you get around your friends and your family, it's always a good time. It doesn't matter where you're at, who you're around. As long as you guys are together, um, you're just going to have a good time. Um, now, sidebar, I cook every holiday because I have four children and I have six grandchildren. And I never want my kids to feel like they have to go to everybody else's house to eat, even though they're welcome to do that. But I always want them to feel like if they don't want to go to those people's houses to eat, they can always come to my house and eat. So I always cook for that reason. I started doing that at a very young age because we would go at a very young age for them because we would go to my ex's family's house and eat, bring plates home and I wouldn't have anything cooked or I would go to my friend's house. We would all chip in and, you know, have a big meal there, bring a couple plates home. I haven't cooked. And it just got to the point that I didn't like that. I wanted my kids to come home to, you know, just as much as just as much food at our house as they saw somewhere else. And sometimes bringing plates home isn't the look. By the time you bring the plates home, no one is really checking for that. You know, you're like, ooh, I don't want it. It don't look the same. Sometimes it doesn't even taste the same once you bring it out of um, the house. And I know that for a fact because, you know, I just know. <laughs> um, those plates don't always get eaten up. But anyways, um, and on Friday, I just chilled because I had to work Saturday for the next seven days. So it was very um, chill, but there was a highlight to it. Um, I still got to see some of my family who I hadn't seen in a while. And we did that on Zoom. And there's a high key and a low key to Zoom. Um, the high key is just a blessing that you're able to see your family and still talk to them, especially family that you hadn't seen in a while. Um, and you just get to connect that way and laugh and have fun. And it is a good thing. And shout out to my um, little cousin, Shelby, who put that together. Um, the low key of it all is just that. You're not um, with them in a physical um, sense. Um, you you miss that. You just miss that. I can't even think of the word of it. But you know what I mean, you know. You, you just miss that being around your family, the laughing, the the touching and the, you know, the hugging and all that stuff that makes getting with your family fun. Um, and one thing I did notice about my family, that's not going to change. My family is made up of predominantly women. So you can imagine what that estrogen is when everybody gets together and then not just women. These are like strong headed women, myself included. And what I noticed is, um, I didn't do it so much this particular night because I was able to sit back and look like, Oh wow, this is probably what I look like when we're in the physical setting. But it was a lot of talking, talking over one another. And that's what you do when you're with your family. But the zoom, 
um, call made it, you know, that much more real of how I'm ready for this to be done and over with. So we can get back to enjoying our family and friends in the more physical, intimate way where we used to around the holidays. So shout out to the advancement of technology, because without that, we wouldn't be able to do that. You know, back in the day it was just the telephone. So if we were in this virus back then where you just had communication through the telephone how sad would that be? Because you couldn't even do a Zoom call to check on your loved ones, to see that they're okay. And, you know, just to see their face and bring some joy um, to them or them bring it to you. So um, that's why I say it is a high, the high key to that is you get to do that. But um, that said, I hope everybody had a great um, Thanksgiving and an even better Christmas. Now, getting back on to top, the topic at hand, being a side part under. And real quick, I want to tell you where I got it from. I got it off of this show called The Game. So those of you who are familiar with The Game, you know what I'm talking about. It It is probably on heavy rotation on BET at this point, and it's definitely on Netflix. So if you want to check it out um, to get the clear understanding of what a side part under is and what the lady meant by that when she said it, um, you can check that episode out and it is very clear. It says episode, whatever, whatever number it is. And it says side part under. So you know exactly um, which episode to watch. So you're not watching all hundred of them. And then by the time you get to the 99th one, that's the one when you could have already been there early on in the game. Um, But I asked that question, are you a side part under, or have you ever been a side part under or or are you residing in a side part under phase or state? And what a side part under is, is just a metaphor for being comfortable. Are you in a comfortable, excuse me, I had to get something to drink. Um, are you in a comfortable state and you're staying there because you're too uncomfortable to leave? A side part under state can be a hairdo. You're, you're playing it safe. And in this episode, um, I'm paraphrasing how she said it because I don't do it no justice how she said it. But it's where we part our hair on the side, comb it over to the side, and then curl it under. And it's a safe place. It's a, and she said no one questions it. You're okay with it. And it doesn't require much from you. And when she said it, when I first watched that episode, I thought how I used to wear my hair, very side part under Um, Although I had a lot of hairstyles, I did get into a phase of where I would wear this particular hairstyle forever and ever and ever because it was safe, it was comfortable, and I really wasn't sure, you know, what I wanted to do with my hair, how it would make me look, and just so many other things that play a big part into that. And the reason I was mentioning side part under on this is because a few weeks ago, I was talking to my daughter who's about to graduate, um, this 2021, um, it's bittersweet, but that's a whole nother podcast. Um, I was telling her about making sure she live her best life and not get complacent with being how other people see her, um, how she see herself, just make sure she's being the best version of herself at all times. Um, and not being complacent in, uh, one set of clothing, um, a hairstyle, um, 
a place to live. I want her to live and do, as we all do as parents, the best version of herself that she can. Because I think sometimes we do live through our children in a way where we want them to do more. We want them to excel way beyond what what we did and where we went. And I know for myself, I shortchanged myself on a lot of things for this very reason, being very complacent, um, having my first child, you know, when I turned 19, I was pregnant at 18, but I didn't have him until I was 19. And then after that, continuing to have, continuing to have multiple children and no real mindset on how I'm going to really successfully take care of these kids. And when I say successfully with the finances, being solid in who I am and knowing what I want and going after it, it was quite the opposite. I wasn't solid in who I am. I wasn't that confident. And truth be told, I was never really happy as I was having those children. I was happy in the sense that they were mine and I was going to raise them the best that I could with the resources that I had, with the best intentions and the best, 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 best. But doing that, I wasn't operating at my full potential because, you know, having children put some of your things on hold. So when I look at Jada, who's a, who's a, you know, a reflection of me in the sense that this is my daughter. Um, I've been her age before. Um, you know, she comes from me, so she is going to be a reflection of me, but I want her to be a better reflection of me than I could have ever been. You know what I mean? Because, that's what it's all about. We want our children to be more than we ever could have been. And even with the um, highs and the lows of raising children, even if they're not making the best decisions um, that you know that you've groomed them to make, you still want them to operate in excellence and get it together and come back to what you know they're capable of. And when they don't, sometimes you take it a little bit more personal but with her being a young woman, you know, who's about to graduate from high school and about to get into the real world without me and her dad, you know, protecting her and covering her in a way that we were able to, when she was under our wings, it looks different. Now that's not to say she's still not going to be covered and protected from, you know, with us, but it's different when they get older. And I'll just tell you this, cause she told me this the other day, you know, when I turn 18, I'm not going to be asking, can I go to Saray House? I'm going to say, I'm going to Saray House. Pause. I don't know what my throat is doing today, but it's it's doing something. Um, so I apologize if you hear me taking a sip every now and then. Um, but she told me that and I thought, she's preparing me that, you know, all the asking and the permission she has gotten over the years is going to change when she turns 18. And I, I understand that and I respect that. But I told her, I said, sis, I get that. Because I get when you're 18, there's very um, few things you will need permission um, of me for. That didn't make sense. There's very few things you'll need permission, my permission for. However, you're not grown grown. You're just 18. You still will need assistance and guidance. And if you think you're just going to be flying around this world, going and doing what you want to do without letting me know, you're crazy. 
<laughs> I'm still going to ask, even if you're looking at me crazy and sideways, I still ask all my kids, where are you at? What are you doing? Where, even if they don't tell me, just a general, I'm out here um, over my friends. I'm about to go to the store. Even if they're not going to do all that, they know that I'm asking. They know that I'm going to ask. So I want her to be very clear and very comfortable, getting very comfortable with me asking because it ain't going to stop just because you're 18. It's probably going to last forever and ever and ever and ever. Now, what you tell me, that's a whole different story, but I'm asking. But getting back to being comfortable and so on and so forth, that's what I was trying to explain to her because I don't want her to allow people to put her in a box to be or act a certain way because she is whatever. She's Jada. She's Jada who's 17, about to be 18. She's Jada who likes designing clothes, but that's it. I mean, I want her to be able to explore everything about her gifts and her talents that God has given her and not be comfortable and complacent in what somebody else see or don't see. And I want her to always know good, bad, or indifferent you still give 110%. You don't let no one make you feel any kind of way about anything. And we as people can let people put us in a box and we let them put us in a box. And sometimes we operate in that box. And I'll give you an example. Um, If someone says, oh, such and such, she's a B-I-T-C-H. I spelled it all like we're all children. But, um, People start operating like that. If you start making a person think that they're a bitch and there's something there's something to, you know, fear about them and they don't play, they'll start operating out of that. Even though they're not that, but because you see them as that, they'll feel like they got to uphold that. When really they're not that person. They may be intimidated themselves. They may be insecure, which they usually are when they, you know, have that persona of, I don't play. Um, they have so many layers underneath that, that you don't have no idea about, but you help them, um, create this facade that they relish in by being looked at as somebody that don't play and that's a bitch and they hardcore and they'll tell it like it is. And that's not really who they are, but they'll stay in that box because that's how, you know, a person has shaped them or persons have shaped them to be. But then we stop looking at them like that and they're, you know, nobody is really checking for them or caring about if they're that person, you know, you've hyped them up to be, they're empty. They're like, well, what, what role do I play since they're not looking at me this way? And then you force them to, you know, really find out who they really are. And if they really even like having that title and most often they don't, but, um, I don't want her to get like that because then, you know, you'll start operating how people think you are. So I just always want her to be comfortable with being who she is and not getting, um, comfortable in this one little area of her life. And I'm not, you know, putting Jada's business out there, but these are just things that I think we all go through as um, mothers and with our daughters. And the example I'm going to give is wearing sports bras. I think everybody in the world had a daughter and they wore sports, sports bras to the end of time. (laughs) But I would tell her, stop getting comfortable with wearing sports bras, because when it's time to you, when it's time for you to wear a real bra, I don't want you to be uncomfortable with 
your boobs. I don't want you to be uncomfortable with wearing a shirt where you need to wear a bra and you can't wear a sports bra because the shirt or the dress isn't designed for a sports bra because then you'll start developing a complex about your body because you're uncomfortable with your boobs that you've been suppressing and smashing down and lightweight convinced yourself you really didn't have them because when you put your shirt on you know a sports bra smash those jokers down like pancakes so i told her it is very important that you understand that you need to learn to start wearing bras in different clothes so you're not just comfortable with wearing a sports bra because homegirl would buy all kinds of sports bras in different colors different name brands and i ain't care nothing about none of that stuff because i'm looking like okay well this shirt you need to wear a bra not a sports bra so it's those things like that it's very little and minute but it's a big deal in the grand scheme of things because if you get so comfortable with covering up something you're not comfortable with when it's time for you to have to in this case wear a real bra but you've never worn one because you've been covered and shielded by a sports bra you're not going to be able to enjoy what god has given you and in what it's intended for and that is for you to wear a bra with your boobs you know and all that good stuff so you know i always use those little examples for her <clears throat> So she understands how easy it can be to get comfortable with something and stay there. Um, And so, again, we get that way as adults. And I have been a side part under in a lot of areas in my life, very complacent with things, very, I don't want to rock the boat type of thing. So I'm going to keep it right here. And that has allowed me to miss some opportunities. It has stagnated me in some areas because what's on the other side of being comfortable is uncomfortableness. And the reason we may get uncomfortable with certain things is out of fear and not knowing and not being sure how it's going to work out and if we're going to like it or if it's going to like us. And we just get caught up in all these little boxes that we don't even take ourselves out of. And I have this conversation often with my son. Um... You know, he's complacent in a certain area, in a certain relationship, which is so not good for him. But when they're grown, you can't make them do anything. But you just see where the comfort zone has been there for so long to probably operate out of something different would be probably frightening. But that's where I don't want him to reside. I wouldn't want anybody to reside in a zone where they're so comfortable that they think that's the coup de grace of it all. Like it doesn't get any better than this. This is it. And I I don't want that for anybody. And I definitely don't want it for myself. And so that's why I'm talking about being a side part under, you know, coming out of being that, not just me telling you guys that this is nourishment for me as well, because I still struggle in some of those areas. And Jada about to graduate is opening my eyes to a lot of things that I have been uncomfortable with doing, i.e. driving on the highway. I had one horrible experience um, driving on a highway and that was, I was, I got lost. And this is before GPS was on the scene. This was when it was, you wrote the directions down or you looked on a map which we ain't gonna talk about because that's not my ministry 
but I got to Detroit just fine. And I followed the directions fine to get to the place I was going to get my hair done of all things that I was driving to Detroit for. Um, and it was a detour. And because I wasn't familiar with the area, you know, I just followed the detour, got lost. My sister was with me at this time and we ended up on the other side of Detroit. Didn't even really know where we were going at this point. And this is how God just sent someone. He, I don't know how we, where we were, where, where we were, but we pulled over and I think I may have asked him where the place was at. And he said, I was on the other side of town. It was on the other side of town. And of course I'm panicking because I'm like, where's that at? Because I have no idea. Well, he was gracious enough to take us there. And so he took us there and I asked him, you know, if I could give him money and he said, no, he didn't want it, but just say a prayer. Um, and I never saw him again. So that was God sending some angel to, uh, guide us to the place to get our hair, get my hair done. And, um, we got back home safe, but, uh, I sat there and cried in that beauty salon for fear of getting lost again, just a whole trauma. It was so traumatizing that I really didn't want to drive back home because I'm afraid I'm going to get lost or just afraid in general. And after that, I just had an aversion to drive it on the highway. Um, have I driven on the highway since then? Yes. But do I like doing it? No. Even with GPS, and they tell you exactly where to go. But because I've developed that fear, it makes it uneasy for me to want to drive because I'm always fearful that what if I make the wrong turn? What if I get lost? Da, da, da. And it makes me question everything about driving somewhere because I'm afraid I'm going to get lost. And doing that has kept me in a box. I only want to drive if someone's with me. I only want to drive if someone else drives, you know, and I can drive on the highway, but I'd rather have somebody else with me to make sure, you know, they're double checking where I'm supposed to go and turn, you know, even if I know exactly where I'm going, I still want somebody else in the car with me to make sure that I am not getting lost because the older I have gotten, I have developed an anxiety in situations. So I definitely don't want to be on the side of the road, you know, causing myself harm or anyone else harm, but, and I know that's not going to happen, but that's what happens when we get complacent and we put ourselves in a box and start telling ourselves we can't do this or we don't want to do it for whatever reason. And we don't. And then when we get ready to do it and we're forced to do it, we end up doing it and doing it successfully because we, you know, when your back is against wall, you don't have a choice, but then it could also go the opposite way you still miss out. And I don't want to be missing out on my daughter and what she's doing in her life because I don't want to drive and I don't want to travel and all this other stuff. So um, I'm coming out of that. And her graduating this year and maturing in different areas of her life is causing me to get out of my comfort zone of always mothering her in this way that you know, I'm still going to be able to mother her, but it's going to be different because she's going to be older. She's going to be moved out and it's going to look different. So it's causing me to definitely look at some things that I thought I may have evolved from. And I have, but on the other hand, there's those still, there's still those things that I need to work on because if I want to see my daughter and I want to go to her, I'm going to have to get out of that zone of feeling like 
I don't like driving on the highway or I can't drive on the highway because once you tell yourself you can't do it, it becomes a thing and you make it bigger than what it really is. So that's why I wanted to touch on being a side part under because I think we all have been that. And I think to some degree we are, we are all still that in some way, shape or form because we're not perfect. We're not going to have it together in every facet of our life, you know, but that's why we get, that's why when we wake up with breath in our bodies to do it, to see another day, we get another chance to do it over and do it again till we get it right. So I wanted to share that because if you are feeling like you're dealing with being in a complacent area in your life, be it a hairstyle, do something different with your hair. I started my YouTube channel doing different things, talking about different things and was scared to death, uncomfortable because I know everybody's watching, everybody's judging, but I did it anyway because you're going to judge anyway. You're going to judge if I think I'm doing great and wonderful, there's going to be that person that's like, mm, she really shouldn't have said it or she really shouldn't have did that and she really shouldn't talk like that and yada, 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 but I did it anyway and it did not take me overnight to get to that point. It's been an ongoing thing, but I decided, you know what? I'm coming out of my box and I'm not going to worry about what this look like, what this sounds like. I'm not perfect and I'm not trying to be perfect because the downside and trying to be perfect and act perfect, you're going to get found out that you're not. So you might as well just come out and be real. Like I didn't try to come out acting like I knew everything about technology and phones and this and that. I came out being very real. Not sure how to do this on Facebook, but here you go. Cause It'll figure itself out down the road. Um, same thing with my podcast. I did not come out thinking a million people was just going to be so into wanting to hear what I had to say that I'm going to have 5 million people listening. No, I came out thinking if one person listened, I'm okay with that. If no one listened, I'm okay with that because it came from me doing it because I wanted to and this is what I enjoy doing. And if I can encourage one person, like so many people have encouraged me, then I've done my job because we're all here to encourage. If you ever think about it, when people get on Facebook and say a quote or give, you know, some kind of affirmation, they didn't come up with that by themselves. Nothing is new under the sun. There may be a different way you say it. Um, and there are those, you know, instances where people do come up with things, you know, not saying that that's not a real thing, but most of the time people who are younger than me, They've heard that from somewhere or they've lived it or older than me. You know, you've lived some things. So we, we are all encouraging everyone and we're all saying the same thing. We may be saying it differently, but, um, we're all saying the same thing and people gravitate to people who, um, touch them in some way, shape or form. They can identify with in some way, shape or form. And, and that's, and that's what it's all about. And so that's why I said, I wanted to you know, do the side part under, because even though we know we can talk about being complacent and, you you know, people putting you in a box, being a side part under sounds different. It has a different ring to it. You're like, what, what is that? And, and when the lady explained it on that show, it made so much sense to me in a way where it sounded different. I heard it different. But it meant the same thing as I've heard all my life about, you know, not being complacent, not be putting yourself in a box or allowing other people to put you in a box. But it made more sense. And when she gave the analogy of the hair thing, it brought me back to how I've done that 
with how I dress sometimes, my hairstyle, you know, all that. And it makes you evolve. It makes you realize, hmm, maybe I should do that. Or maybe I shouldn't do that. So I just want to put that out there to uplift someone and to look at where, wherever they place themselves. Like, let's not place ourselves there no more. Let's not keep our hair parted to the side. Let's part it down the middle, you know, or cut, cut it off. If you've been debating, if you want to get a short haircut, cut it off. People get so caught up on hair, myself included, when, you know, I didn't want my hair to turn gray when it was already turning gray, you know, fighting the gray, wanting to wear the weaves and all that. And there's nothing wrong with wearing extensions. You know, I will wear extensions. You know, I just haven't, I just haven't yet. If I feel the mood to put a wig on, I may do that as well. Um, we we can do whatever we want to do, but don't get so complacent to where you're uncomfortable with doing it because you're scared it ain't going to look right. You're scared it's going to offend somebody. You're scared, you know, somebody might not like it. The bottom line is, if you like it, that's all that matters. You out here, when we say, I'm living my best life, you only get one life to live. So live it to the best that you can and don't care now. Sidebar, do everything within reason. <laughs> Don't go dyeing your hair orange and going to work and then wonder why your boss is talking to you about, you know what, you're going to have to tone that down. You need to go back to your original color. Again, within reason. But don't live your life being a side part under because you're missing out. You're going to miss out. And that's just not for you. That's for me. You know, when I get on here and I say things, I'm uplifting other people as well as myself. I'm talking myself through some things as well as I'm trying to talk to someone else. I'm not on here trying to act like I got it all together. We're all in this together. We're all a work in progress. None of us are A1. If we were all A1, the world would not, you know, need anyone here. My uncle always said, where two of you the same, one of you ain't necessary. So if we're all the same, we're unnecessary to each other. So I just want to say thank you for joining me as I always do. I'm so appreciative of um, the time that you guys take to um, listen to anything that I have to say. I appreciate people who click on to my YouTube channel and watch. Um, subscribe, follow um, if you want. Um, that's, you know, that's the whole part of it. But, you know, if you're not led to do it, you know, hey, don't do it. You know, at the end of the day, again, I'm doing it because that's what I like to do. I enjoy sharing things. And, you know, if I can share and uplift and encourage someone in the process of me doing it for myself, it's a win-win for all of us. So go out there and be your best self. You know, Beyonce is bad. I do love Beyonce, but she don't feel A1 every day. She don't feel like she looks like the best woman in the world. No matter how confident she is and she looks, she has days just like we do. So that said, you know, there's no reason to be a side part under. It's all the more reason to be out here, and I'm going to sound corny saying it, to be a savage. And I mean that in the most complimentary uplifting way and I don't mean savage like going out here being mean blah 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 blah. I just mean it like Megan and Stallion and Beyonce that song they did together that's what I mean you know because we are all born to leave a mark somewhere and being badasses is one of them so you guys have a good day uh we will link up soon and I have so many people that give me different things to talk about, but I don't want to talk about all those things because I want 
it to be in a group setting with other people. Um, we still got our part two with Nicole and a few of my other friends. Um, Never have I ever. So we're going to pick up on that. It's so many things we're going to pick up on um, when we all can get together and when it's warm. You know, not saying it has to be warm for us to get together, but we're, we're going to pick up on all those topics that I haven't mentioned um, that people have asked me to talk about. Um, I still got my one um, friend that's going to come on. She ended up getting sick. So we had to postpone that. And so, yeah, I'm going to follow up with all the things that I said I'm going to follow up with. Um, so just cause you just hear me talk and don't think that I forgot about all the topics I said, we're going to talk about if I even mentioned them. Um, I just know them in my head. So sometimes I think I've actually said it when I really didn't, but yeah, stay tuned for more of those. And you guys have a great blessed day.